Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, January 14th, 2021. We are now coming to the end of what may go down as the worst American presidency in history. So where did things stand as we enter the final days of the Trump administration? We'll discuss that. Plus, with just a few days left until Inauguration Day, President-elect Biden is going to try to reframe the conversation in a major speech tonight. And finally, law enforcement is on high alert as they continue to investigate the Capitol siege and try to prevent follow-up attacks on Inauguration Day. If you thought President Trump's being impeached a second time, and this time having some Republicans join Democrats in that effort, would somehow cause him to reflect and accept responsibility for what he did over the course of the last couple months by lying to the country, lying to his supporters about this election, and of course, using those words that helped incite that insurrection last week, well... You'll be mistaken if you think that that's Donald Trump's route here. That's not what he did. What he did is deliver a bit of a hostage video yet again. It seems under duress, all of our reporting indicates, his aides were really pressing him to get out there and make sure that he is denouncing all violence if, God forbid, something terrible happens next week around the inauguration. So Lindsey Graham and Mark Meadows and Jared Kushner and others convinced the president to offer some of these words. No true supporter of mine could ever endorse political violence. No true supporter of mine could ever disrespect law enforcement or our great American flag. Now I am asking everyone who has ever believed in our agenda to be thinking of ways to ease tensions, calm tempers, and help to promote peace in our country. But of course, words like that ring really hollow coming from Donald Trump, who has spent four years now sowing discord, telling lies, and actually encouraging some violence along the way. So it's really hard in his final days to hear a message like that and applaud him for getting to some presidential rhetoric because it's hard to believe that he's actually committed to the notion that you heard there on that tape. We're also going to see a flurry of pardons, all the reporting suggests. Some of them are going to be really controversial. We know that the president is now pissed at House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who said that he bears some responsibility. He, the president, bears some responsibility for the riot last week, the insurrection. He didn't like that at all. According to The New York Times, he apparently had to be dissuaded from going to the House floor to try to defend himself during Wednesday's impeachment hearings. This is a presidency closing as it began, a president who is airing grievances instead of doing the people's business. Now, here's what else matters today. President-elect Joe Biden, who is not a huge fan of impeaching Donald Trump right now on the eve of his presidency, understands where his party is on this and understands that process is going to move forward. But he's going to try and wrestle the attention back to where he thinks a majority of Americans want it, which is on solving this crisis with the coronavirus pandemic and the economic fallout from it. And that is why this evening, Joe Biden's going to deliver a major speech focused on his COVID vaccination distribution plan. You know, he's promised 100 shots in his first 100 days. How is he going to ramp up where we are now with vaccine distribution, which isn't great, and actually deliver on that promise? He's going to address that tonight. He's also going to address the economic pain and unveil his package that is going to be his first big legislative push. And it is going to be tough because the price tag on it is in the $2 trillion ballpark. 
the Biden transition is circling around a $1.9 trillion COVID relief plan. And it's going to include those direct stimulus checks for Americans. It's going to include an enhanced child tax credit. It's also going to include a lot more money for states and localities, the money that the Republicans did not want as a part of the COVID relief bill last year. And he thinks that's going to help enormously in the vaccine distribution piece of this. So this is going to be a commander in chief who's going to try and keep the attention starting tonight, going through his inauguration on getting this problem number one fixed for Americans and not getting distracted by impeachment or other things that may dominate the Washington political chatter. And finally today, just absolutely massive preparations are underway ahead of the inauguration to ensure the event is safe following last week's Capitol riots. In fact, CNN learned today that the National Mall, usually full of people, I mean, that's video monitors and people are camped out. Nope. That is going to be closed to the general public on Inauguration Day as a needed security measure. Federal law enforcement officials are warning that domestic extremists are likely emboldened right now, and they're going to carry out attacks on the inauguration after seeing the success of the siege at the Capitol on January 6th. And it's a warning that comes after the FBI said earlier this week that it has information that armed protests are being planned at all 50 state capitals and the U.S. Capitol in the days leading up to January 20th. Meanwhile, federal investigations continue into the Capitol riot as questions swirl around who exactly was involved in this attack. How did the planning, the funding, get accomplished? Evidence uncovered so far by federal investigators, including weapons and tactics seen on surveillance video, suggests the siege may very well have been carefully planned. And there are also questions about whether rioters had insider help. At least one protest organizer said he coordinated with three House Republicans and rioters were allegedly given tours of the Capitol by members of Congress in the days before the siege. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep Next Level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.